Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Who doesn't love shopping at Target? Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. But wait, there's more. Now you've got a new way to save with Target Circle 360. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle Card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Scott Patterson. We are uh, really excited uh, to talk with this very special guest, uh, he's a massive guest and I think you're all going to be very pleased. Um, we are going to be talking with Chad, Michael Murray, uh, who portrayed Tristan so beautifully. Uh, and as my understanding, this is the last time we're going to see him in this episode. So, uh, uh, that we're going to drop after we drop this episode, uh, it's going to be a runaway little boy. Uh, I think it was his last episode, uh, unfortunately. Um, 
And we're going to get to know Chad a little better and talk about a little behind the scenes stuff and his characterization, his impressions of Gilmore Girls. Let's just bring him in. Can't wait. Buddy, how the, you doing? The man. How are you doing, pal? Dude, I'm living the dream, man. You look good. <laughs> you, I miss you your face. You look better. I miss your face more. <laughs> you, have you have you been doing an old spice ad that you just came back from you look very manly you look very old cool. spicy well you know uh i appreciate it thank you <laughs> we did we, we we did have november um no 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 it's a it's a combination of things yeah. um right. i actually had surgery uh oh. about a month ago yeah i did kind of turn it down turn everything off and uh, I had my, I tore the labrum off my, uh, in my hip, uh, off the bone. No, how did you and do so, that? Interval sprints. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, I almost did that same thing lifting weights. I yeah. Know, I know how, I mean, I didn't quite have to have surgery, but I know what that feels like. God darn it. So I made a, I made a promise to myself. I'm not, said I'm not shaving until I can run again. It works, man. It works. It's working huge. You're looking very, you know, spicy. Well, tis the season. So tomorrow, believe it or not, this entire thing, all no. of this will no. be white. What? True story. What? Yeah, I'm taking the kids out, and uh, we're gonna, you know, show them about giving back. And so I'm, uh, uh -huh. I'm Santa Junior. I'm not old enough to be Santa just yet. Uh, Santa Junior. There Santa's you go. Son. There you go. And you know, I had the great privilege of working with Sarah, your wife. Uh, she played my daughter. She adores you. She, I adore her. She, uh, she played my daughter in the event 2010 at NBC, that big event series that uh, 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 went a year and then didn't get renewed. But uh, I got to work with Sarah, and uh, I'm so glad you guys are together and you have two children. And isn't that wonderful? That's just wonderful, dude. I'm I'm so blessed beyond man. She is she's my rock. We do everything together. So wherever uh, wherever work is, we go as a pack. The whole right. family goes. Right, right. Um, and another thing, I wasn't aware of this, but uh, my uh, producers uh, informed me that you had some very complimentary things to say about me on the set of Gilmore Girls. So I want to thank you for that. Uh, that. That is very nice. I, I compliment a lot of people all the time. Uh, I don't hear so much about me. So it was really, it was really nice to you, hear. <laughs> you know, everybody I talk to, everybody I talk to has things to say about you oh because thank you thank you you come in you are luke man you yeah. give love in a way and uh, you're also able to receive it but in, you're so humble and so kind like you felt like that really really cool uncle when jared and i were there season one mm -hmm. for me i was there season one you felt like that really cool uncle and then we did another project later on down the road and again, you were just awesome. And every time I've ever crossed paths with you, man, you're just nothing but hugs, smiles, and love. And it just it goes a long way, brother. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. I uh, I had a wonderful time, and you were uh, you were you were great guys, and I was just happy to be there. Um, and you know, Jared was very. Uh, Jared had a lot of questions. I remember young eighteen year old Jared had a lot of questions, and I I did I I remember taking. I don't know that I took you under my wing so much, but I kind of did. Um, but Jared had a lot of questions and he was just so wide eyed. And I, were you a little older than him when you came yeah. on the scene? You were a couple years older, right? A couple years older. Yeah, he came yeah. in Gilmore at 17. Yes. Remember, he, he was he right out of high out, school. 
straight out of high school oh teen choice God. awards yeah straight into a show <laughs> we think boom first yeah. audition boom it was like alexis remember alexis yep same deal her. well she came boom. out at nyu she was like what her freshman year yeah oh my goodness all right I know, have to- so for hey, for me I'd, I'd already you know kind of I'd done a couple gigs here and there right. and I had screen tested for a couple things. So I kind of knew a little bit, but I learned, I, I, you know, I really sharpened my teeth a lot on that show and that show is so very different than any other show that I've mm-hmm. ever been on, even still to this day, yeah. because of how quick everything is and how there's no time for beats. There's no pauses. So you really have to rehearse at home to make sure that you're able to fill in those moments right. with the emotion that should have actually right. existed, even though you don't have time to play it out. Right. Yeah. Made everybody fast. It's like playing in the NFL. It's like the young quarterbacks out of college go, this is too fast. It takes a couple of years, yeah. right? <laughs> then they can yeah. complete a pass without getting intercepted. <laughs> no, man. Um, no. But anyway, let's get into uh, your history with the show. Do it. Um, and I'm going to need my specs. Here we go. Boom. Oh, there you are. <laughs> Jesus, you look even better now that I can see you. My God. Yeah. Uh, this is called Red. It's my Santa red. <laughs> uh, how old's your boy? Uh, boy six. Oh, oh man. I have a seven-year-old. I have a seven-year-old boy. And it's just such a one. You have one- a seven-year-old? I do. He's, it's such a wonderful age. Oh, my God. Such Is a- he in sports? He's not a sports kid. No. No. He's no. more of a robotics uh, math kid. He, uh, mm-hmm. he likes building stuff. He's obsessed with robotics. I have him in robotics camp, and he's just kind of... I don't know. It's like, I mean, he can do sports and I've taught him baseball and basketball, all the stuff. And he's got a great arm. He's got all, all the stuff, but he just doesn't want to do it so much, you know, and I'm not going to force him. I just, you know, he's a great artist. He just won student of the month at his elementary school. And, you know, I'm just kind of letting him follow his sort of talents and his passions and supporting that. So that's what you do that's what you do scott i love it. you just nurture you nurture i love it well My you know kind of a same thing hybrid you right, know he right. loves building and he loves he's so good in school it blows my mind he's got a photographic memory and so oh yeah forget forget anything that you try to cover up because he remembers right but sports is right. the way he's going now um and he's just big he's big man he's is like he- well, you're big, and Sarah's tall. She's 5'10", isn't she? 5'9", 5'10"? Yeah, she's tall. Her dad's a giant. I'm the runt of the litter in my family. My really? brother's my, like, my dad's 6'2". My brother's a 6'5", 6'4", 6'3". Dad's 6'2". Mother was 5'11". But you you're 6'2". You're six, good 6'2". Six I'm 6'1". I'm 6'1". Okay. All right. I'm 6'1". My wife's tall. But Sarah's father, he's got that, like, um, his my calves are the size of his wrists, and that's what our son has. And it's like... <laughs> I can't even pick him up anymore. He's only six. He's like, dude, oh, come on, man. He's a beast. Oh, my goodness. It's so great. I love being a dad. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Congrats on your boy. I got to yeah. see your boy. When, when, when we're out there in the world, we got to make sure we link up. I gotta get the kids together. Absolutely, man. Um, what do you remember about the role of Tristan on Gilmore Girls? What do you remember about that? We we just, we you know, we, we did an episode and we were so... Uh, I mean, I just love your character. I love that guy. I love Tristan. I really feel him. And that's such a tragic last line when you're going off to military school, when you say, so long, Mary. I mean, it was so filled with uh, meaning. And it was almost like you saying that you love her. And mm-hmm. I just, 
can't say that to you now, but I want you to know that. But anyway, what do you, what do you remember about that role? I always remember when I originally made notes, cause I like to make notes on every script that I read, no matter what. And I just remembered that I wanted him to be the guy that you didn't know if you should be close to him, but boy, oh boy, did you want to be. And so I always wanted to keep everybody at arm's distance. And so everything was a deflection, right? And everything that he did, which is a very, you know, it's a typical stereotype that we see in, in, in the world, right? We see this type of personality that is so damaged due to uh, childhood trauma, you know, in Tristan's uh, case, his parenting, that you belittle others to make yourself feel good, even though it's not doing any good. And it's this vicious cycle of a downward spiral, even though his honest and true emotions were that he found her intriguing. He thought she was smart, intelligent, beautiful, and that he did love her. Um, he just didn't know how to voice his feelings because he wasn't raised in a family that did such. Mm-hmm. that's what I remember about him. He's the guy that you want to be near, but I'm not sure I should. Right. Right. Well, uh, mission accomplished there because that I feel that tension when I'm watching the character, I, the push, the pull I'm attracted to him, but repelled at the same time. And it's, yeah. it's, it's a very interesting and very difficult to pull off. It's a testament to your skills because that's really, it's skills in front of a camera. Uh, what it comes down to. Um, it's fun. Amy, Amy, Amy crushed it. What can we say? Right, right. When they serve up that kind of dialogue in those kinds of situations, you know, I'm not saying that it's easy to pull off, but it is just easier, you know, than something. Oh, it's way easier. When it's, when it's served up for you on a silver platter, it's easier to make a meal out of it instead of going, and you have a piecemeal and you're going, okay, now I got some work to do to assemble A, B, C, D. And as I've gotten older, I mean, it's been 22 years now since I've been. Right. Uh, working in the industry and uh, it gets easier as you get older yeah (laughs) that's why i chose the career because i knew the longer i was in it the better i would get the easier it would become and therefore more fascinating to be involved in um what do you remember about your first day on set i'm sure it was nerves and tension i don't scott when it comes to memories oh dude I, I, I always felt when I was younger that like we only have, we're, we're like a computer, right? And you mm-hmm. get the one terabyte system, you got to mm-hmm. upgrade to the two terabyte system. I feel like I was like somewhere around like the, you know, 32 gig iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> new information comes in and the old just goes down. I blame, I blame concussions to be completely yeah, honest with you. Yeah. Uh, too many. I played football for 11 years oh. and then snowboarding and I had, you know, a bunch of brothers and we beat the living snot out of each other growing up. Oh my so God. my long-term memory is kind of shot. How many it's brothers like, did you have? Do you have? Uh, uh, let's see. Can I have, you remember? Uh, I'm, I'm working on it. One, <laughs> two, three. So I have three natural and then I have a uh-huh. half another half brother. And then uh-huh. I have a stepbrother. Oh my God. I had three stepbrothers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know what that's like. I know what that's like. Yeah, a lot of fights. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. 
My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so let's... I have a list of fan questions here. I'll go down. Yeah. Let's see which one. Let's. I'll try to cherry pick a couple. To try to make it a little easier. Uh, you think Tristan had true feelings for Rory? Hundred percent. Yeah. Not I, even a question. Yeah. Not even a question. I do too. I do too. Um, what was it like working with her? Alexis. Alexis is yeah. Someone. Alexis. She's. Uh. Man. She's like. Uh, the onion you got to pull the layers back on. She can close off to everybody. And she's so well at walling everybody off, right? And you peel the layers to get to the heart um, with her. And so, you know, it just depends on the type of personality you are and, and who you are and how trusting you are. And you better darn well be a trusting good human being in order to peel those layers back. And that's kind of, that's what I noticed. And that was, you know, gosh, it was 20 years ago. Yeah. So it was a long time ago, but that back then, that's what I, re- that's what I recall. Wow. That is perceptive. That's very perceptive. I fe- I feel exactly the same way. Not that I would have yeah. verbalized it with such eloquence as you just did, but man, I agree. I agree with you a hundred percent. I don't know. I, I probably had a book I was reading off. It was a cheat sheet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what would you have liked, uh, to see them explore more in the relationship or would you have liked to explore that relationship with her more? Because I think that's one of the things that, I mean, it left me wanting so much more when you exited that series, you were no longer there. So that relationship to me had the most, it was so fraught with potential. Yeah. And well, they built it, they built it. And, um, you know, I, I will take responsibility. It's on me. Um, that, you know, I don't think the the true depth of that relationship ever came to fruition. It, it, it's on me. Um, I don't know. There was an episode in season two where Tristan goes off to military school in North Carolina, i.e. being Dawson's Creek, i.e. being One Tree Hill, where we shot in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. That was military school, my friend. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was um, it was about just wanting as an actor, you know, this trying on different clothes, different costumes, different walks, different talks, different feels, getting up in the morning and having a fresh shirt. It's different, right? And sitting in the same character for too long can get stagnant. Mm -hmm. And we always forget how blessed we are when we're in those moments, right? Because creatively you can get stifled. Not that the character was stifling, they did a great job, but I was so young that I needed to find out who Chad is, who is Chad as an actor, where can I go? What can I do? And, um, you know, it led to me discovering so much about myself that I genuinely wouldn't be the man I was today without making that decision. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have stayed there and spent six seasons on. Oh, on so they, they, they offered you a full deal. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure I mean, they never did. Really wanted that, but yeah, they, yeah, we, we had, we had the discussion. And for me, it was, uh, I had, uh, at the time I had a deal with Warner Brothers. So I had uh, gone, let's see, I moved out to LA in September of 99. And by January, it felt like old Hollywood. I had a development deal with Warner Brothers. 
I screen tested for a pilot called day one mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't get it. It went to uh, Paul, Paul Wazalewski, which is, I forgot his real name or his new name, his name, mm-hmm. uh, Paul Vampire Diaries, Paul, you know, Paul. Oh, okay. Wesley, yeah. Paul Wesley. Right, 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 right. And he, we, we tested opposite. He got the pilot and uh, they gave me a development deal and said, all right, you're in house now. So, you know, when things would come through, they'd send me scripts, I auditioned, and Gilmore Girls was the first thing that came on that slate. And so when the opportunity came through to stay on Gilmore and really see, I I just wanted to know more about me. And I said, you know, I'd love the opportunity to continue to look and find out what that thing is that is me. And uh, One Tree Hill came around and there was the choice between Lucas and Nathan. And I remember that decision I had to make. And Nathan had a lot of Tristan qualities in him on the One Tree Hill. On One Tree Hill, Lucas was the moral compass, and I hadn't played that yet at that point in my career. I was always playing the bad boy, uh, whether it was Dawson's Creek, Gilmore Girls, uh, whatever it was. And so, I chose the moral compass, and I wanted to go a different round, discover more about myself. And that's that's the, 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 that's the truth, Scott. I laid it out for you. Interesting. You're like, you're like sitting in the barber's chair. I just unveiled my secret. <laughs> um, for those of you listening who do not know what a holding deal or a development deal, was it a holding deal? A classic holding deal, right? Classic holding deal. Yeah. So what that is, is the studio will, and they're very rare. Um, they think very highly of people if they give them a holding deal or a development deal. Is uh, And they're all different types of development deals with like major movie stars and they're far more complex, but... A, uh, a holding deal uh, with Warner Brothers for TV is they will pay you X amount of money over a, a certain period of time to stay in their stable. Um, and they have the right of first refusal. The, you know, I think you can do other things. You just have to get permission, but not in that time frame. Uh, you so, can. I think I was allowed to do like three guest episodes right. on other networks. Exactly. Um, and if right. another pilot came up, they had to be aware of it mm-hmm. and they could say, you can't do it. Right. You know, like right. DBS offered me a show, then I, I'm owned by Warner Brothers. I was right. Warner Brothers. Basically. And yeah. Awesome. I mean, what a <laughs> what a great compliment. Like to me, Warner Brothers is always the, the epitome of like, right. That's where I want to be. Right. I remember growing up and seeing the Warner Brothers logo, you know, and watching Looney Tunes and all those different shows and just seeing the, I remember the first time I walked on the Kim Walker slot, mm-hmm. I had felt like not so much that I made it, but it was a little bit of disbelief. <laughs> You're coming on. <laughs> and like, I'm on the Warner brothers lot where so many iconic films were yeah. made. So much was shot. So many stories could be told if these right. walks walls could talk. And remember we shot, we filmed next to friends, right? Our set. Mm-hmm. So like so many things happened there and, I was so just blown away by one of those and still grateful to this day for the opportunity to come in and to make television. Yeah. And, and those plaques you know, on the I, side of uh, the sound stages where we shot, you know, we had a couple of different sound stages we used, but the one of them, the, the main one was like, that's where they shot streetcar named desire for God's sake. And it's like, you're in there where Brando used to act. And it's like, are you kidding me? So yeah, it's, it's, it's quite something. Um, it's quite something. Uh, it, uh, all right. So the friction, Let's talk about the friction. There was friction with your character with almost every other character. What were your experiences like with Paris, Liza wheel? What were those like? Cause we talk about Paris on the show a lot. So 
What was yeah. your experience like with her? Gosh. She was such a, she had, she was such an actress. I remember always feeling uh, slightly intimidated by her. <laughs> I don't I It's true. I don't know why. But at the time, I definitely remember just feeling intimidated by her. I don't know if it was because I don't necessarily know, but she kind of seemed like she came from a theater and trained background. It was a total character that she was putting on. It wasn't her playing any like random version of herself. Right. So she was really delving in to get there. And uh, it was intimidating. And her words always landed. And as an actor, especially when you're just starting off and something hits you, you feel it. And so I remember just always feeling it when she sent the, uh, the message. That's what I remember most. And she was great. Everyone was great. Um, the girls were all, everyone was so kind. And, you know, I, I always felt like a fish out of water because I'd, I'd come in, I'd do one episode and then be gone for three. And then I'd come in and I'd do two episodes and I'd be gone for one. And everyone else was kind of there the majority of the time, season one. Mm-hmm. And so it always felt like I, I just had to walk on thin ice to make sure that I didn't step on any toes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a question from a fan. This is from Sarah in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, and this is a question I get a lot, you know, how similar, what are the similarities between Luke and myself? What, what are the similarities between you and Tristan? Any? I mean, when we delve, delve earlier, we delved into the, the psychosis of, of Tristan and how he likes to keep people at arm's distance. And I would say, that that's very true of me, especially more today. Um, that is really built. Um, I built a layer of kind of scar tissue on top of scar tissue on top of scar tissue, where letting people in is much harder today. Um, I don't uh, behave in the irrational sense that Tristan did in that that's his youth, right? And, and some people never grow out of that. Some people do the work to get away from that. And, um, you know, I think that was part of my growing up, right? There was always a part of me that I think would want to lash out at things that I was either envious of or jealous of, or whatever it may have been. I would think that there was definitely parts of me in Tristan as Tristan in me. But if I was to sit back and say today, just keeping people at arm's distance and not necessarily letting people in until you can really uncover like Alexis and you peel that onion back and you go, now I know who you are, you know, because Sarah always says this. And I love I love this about Sarah. You know, we took our time uh, uh, doing the whole courting thing because she's like, look, a leopard always shows his spots eventually. You know, you can you can you can fake it for only so long before you're going to start to show who you really are. Mm-hmm. And I love that patient approach instead of just jumping into things. Mm-hmm. So that's where uh, I'd say underneath the surface that's where tristan and i agree not mm. to mention we both have the same hair <laughs> you both do have great hair that's for sure the same i didn't say great no I they're great the same. i will look at me i i think i have good hair but compared to you i mean look at those locks oh look at those beautiful oh yeah locks. dude look at that yeah you just a little curler in the morning i don't even have a comb anymore what who am i fooled you know i use a he's a q-tip you know, I've he's a damn used- q-tip <laughs> Just a, I don't, I've never used a comb on my hair. Right. I comb on my beard. <laughs> it, it, it's, I don't know. 
Yeah, I used to comb on my shoulder hair. Uh, let's <laughs> Can we talk? Anyway. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us, they beat us, they burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, 
if someone presented this program to me and not just because I've already experienced it. Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you think that, uh, and here's, uh, this is uh, from uh, Margaret from Orlando, Florida. In your opinion, was Tristan rude or was he just misunderstood? Well, it was it was one hundred percent rude. Mm-hmm. There's there's no question about whether he was rude or not. Whether you're misunderstood or not, you still have there's an action to a reaction, right? Or there's a reaction to someone else's action. Just because he may or may not have uh, acted a certain way doesn't mean he wasn't rude, even if he was misunderstood. So I think it's a combination of both. Was Tristan misunderstood? One hundred percent. And if you were to sit down with Tristan in like a scenario where he felt comfortable, I think you'd find out all sorts of things that nobody knew about him. Mm -hmm. You know, I guarantee his father and his mother were not in his life. I guarantee he was a rogue soldier that was moving down. And every day he was told how, how lucky are you? I worked for everything I had. Look at you. You get it all gifted to you. You better show up. You better shine. You're, 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 you're an ace in the hole. No one gets all this stuff handed to him. I guarantee he Mm -hmm. lived that existence Mm -hmm. growing up. And if you knew someone in that position, then you can sympathize with them and say, okay, he doesn't just have a silver spoon or the golden spoon up his, you know what, he, he's human and he was dealt these cards, but he also doesn't have real true love in his life. Mm-hmm. Now, if you ask me money or love, it is a no brainer. Every time it's love. Mm-hmm. Every time mm-hmm. I tell people time and time again, you know, whether it's birthdays, Christmases, whatever it may be. Um, or if I see like a big family and they like make an effort to come to a convention and they drag someone over and, you know, they're crying. And I go, you know, this is fantastic. This opportunity that we're having, but you know, the greatest gift that you just received is knowing that you are loved. You're so loved. That's the greatest gift you can ever receive. Take it and run carry that with you day in and day out and know that you were loved. And I don't think Tristan had uh, as much of that as we would have hoped for him. And that's why he lashed out, you know, uh, out of insecurity, out of hope and hoping that he wasn't going to get shot down again. So much is expected of him and he fails. Being the son of a man who resents you because he had to work so hard to give you everything. And then he resents you for it. That's a tragedy. Mm -hmm. It's an tragedy. American tragedy, and uh, it's uh, oft re- it's it, it's oft repeated throughout the generations, and it's really unfortunate. Um, um, and very very well put. And you know, I felt that that's what draws me to that character. He does need love, and that's all of his actions are reflective of that. And it's very compelling to watch, even in the scene with Dean, when you're being such a jerk and so antagonistic with Dean. You're doing it in such a way where, you know, it's just very, it's not that it's non-committal. It's not that you're not, that Tristan isn't committing to those actions. It's that, I don't know, he's almost, for me, it's almost like he would rather be, there's some space there where he would rather be friends with Dean. Or maybe there's a little. It feels like a show. Right. He's putting on a show. He's mm-hmm. totally putting on a show. None right. of it's 
none of this is all real. He's putting on a show and he's peacocking, right? As they would say, he's peacocking and hoping that that wins out. Why? It's probably what he was trained by his father time and time again. You know, someone walks in an office and his dad goes, you're fired. Get out of here. You're done. Oh, really? Okay. Well, you know, and he's seen that type of behavior. And when you see that type of behavior, you will act it out. And that, again, it gets carried down from gener- generation to generation. Mm-hmm. And you have to get to a point where Tristan needed to get to a point where the buck stops here. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to allow this to continue. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that if we would have gone further with Tristan, if that path would have been the, the chosen path, I believe that we would have found that he had a heart of gold and that he was just damaged. Right. And I think that we would have, we would have found that he loves and he loves big and he's hurt, you know, and he would have, he would have had to cling on to someone. And I, I wonder who that someone would have been. I feel like someone would have probably become a mother figure in his life. Who knows who and would have nurtured him. You know what I saw you doing as an actor? I saw you doing it. and I appreciate it so much because it really let me know about how Tristan really needs that love is you would take little pauses every once in a while and you'd look at her. And I thought, wow, it's that, I mean, this guy is that good an actor where that's all it takes. And then we know, we know, we see that moment into his whole past and his whole present about how he's treated at home and how conflicted he is and how much he needs her. Because in his, what he thinks is somewhat of a commitment to being this jerk, (laughs) he's had a little bit out of control of it. There are those moments where you take that pause and you look at her and you're so wanting her and you're so needing there's, her. And it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. To watch. Many moments of vulnerability, man. There's yeah. pure vulnerability there. Yeah. And I do remember uh, reading with Amy back in the audition mm-hmm. way back. And she said what she liked was that I could do A, but also the vulnerability she needed to see that vulnerability and i think that's ultimately what what uh won it for me and that's what where the marriage came from between chad and tristan was the vulnerability to Mm -hmm. bring it to the surface he's he's uh, you know it's uh he's right now one of my favorite characters um and i don't think i'm gonna see him again am i you're gone yeah no no how many episodes did you you just you did more than this like is 18, it? You're done? Maybe 18. Yeah. That's it? I'm not going to see you anymore? I'm going to watch these episodes and you're not going to show up? I don't know. You know, it's funny. <laughs> when, you guys, when you guys did the... Uh, it sounds like a personal problem, pal. <laughs> Maybe right. you can go back and watch the reruns. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. The, uh, you know, they sell them on DVD. You can go back and watch them and they'll play, you'll see right there. <laughs> sounds um, like a problem. You know the, uh, uh, you know the the reunion. Yeah. They did the reunion. Yeah, uh, and I think the day that they had, the day that they had picked to shoot the Tristan scene, my wife and I were having a baby. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and we had it scheduled, and we couldn't reschedule because it was uh, induced labor. Oh my! And it, God. Like also came together also last second, and then right, right, boom, right. we're having a baby. It was like sorry. So I heard that life there was happened. A guy, it's a little it more just important. Wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> It's all good. Hey, let's talk about your projects. I know you got a couple. You got uh, Toying with the Holidays, Angel Falls, Christmas, and you got a Bruce Willis film, and you're right on the poster with Bruce Willis called Fortress. Tell us a little bit about about these projects coming up, man. That's exciting. Uh, 
you know, uh, just blessed to continue to work and continue to um, just delve and to play with the instrument, man. You know, you get up in the morning and you try on, those, like I said, you try on a new outfit and a new character and it just feels so good. Uh, Fortress was a riot. You know, he's a South Jersey boy. He grew up uh, down the street from me. Tell, tell me what it was like working with him. That's true. Bruce Willis. He's fantastic. Yeah. Bruce is great. Bruce and I, um, we get along really well. Uh, and, you know, there'd be times where he'd take me aside and we'd have like just little personal chats. And uh, he wouldn't, he just didn't do that a lot. You know, he kind of would do his thing and then that's it. But I felt it was in incredibly gratifying knowing that I got to have those uh, private moments with them. Right. And, and, and have those conversations, you know, we talked about, you know, his good old, you know, Armageddon and die hard and, you know, just mm. stories from behind the scenes and, you know, the whole ad living sequence with, um, you know, yippee ki -yay, mother. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure. And, and we talked about just so many different things down to, you know, just human living, what the certain tricks are and right. um and i borrow from everyone that i work with director producers crew i, I try to just take the best of everybody mm -hmm. he gave me some things that really meant a lot to me mm -hmm. and um and so yeah it was great the characters uh that i play in this film is absolutely insane and uh, i think you're gonna love it so that's uh, gonna be in theaters december 17th and on That's demand Friday. December 17th. Uh, correct. Correct. Uh, Angel and, uh, Falls is Christmas. Angel Falls Christmas is now on IMDb TV. IMDb uh, TV streaming. Watch it now. I love that film. Very, very, very different. Complete polar opposite playing an angel. Wow. And, um, and uh, his job in, in this life is to be basically uh, a relationship counselor. Okay. But it's a fallen angel scenario, you know, right. falling for the girl he's not supposed to. Right. What do you do? So it's City of Angels meets It's a Wonderful Life and all those great right. movies all kind of piled in one. Right. Another character piece. And then Toying with the Holidays comes up this Saturday right. on Lifetime. December 18th on Lifetime, Toying with the Holidays. Check it out. Chad. And then Thursday, and then Thursday if you're bored, um, I'm playing, I play Ted Bundy and, uh, Oh yeah, I saw that very different film Wow, and that comes out on Hulu on Thursday. Do you, so w w what's going on, man? You're just like, are you ever home? No, you're just, That's you're just it. filming all the time. We have been, look, I, I made a decision that I was like, you know what, look, and instead of saying no to everything, I'm going to start saying yes and open my mind and learn and create relationships and, just try a different avenue. And what I found is I've made so many new friends. I found so many new relationships and I've been able to try out so many different things as an actor, right? Some have been awesome. Some have failed miserably and that's fine. Right. It's completely fine with me, but I'm learning more about myself, which is awesome. And my kids and I, we live on the road and son's been on over, gosh, over 180 flights wow. at six. Wow. And, um, you know, this year we were gone all year until I had my surgery uh, a month ago. Now we're, we put a pin in it. We're on timeout. And now uh, we, we, we picked back up uh, January 8th, heading to shoot a Western. So Jeez, look at you go, man. Good for you. Good for blessed. you. All right. Heal nice up. Got to go. I know you're busy. You got to get, you got to get out of here. We've taken up far too much of your time. It's all Can't, good. It's you, Scott. I love you, buddy. Yeah. I love you too, man. It's so great catching up. And, uh, 
Yeah, I'll get your I'll get your info from uh, from Amy and gang, and and we'll we'll connect, man, and get our kids together. Best Let's is Hera. By the way, are you huh? West Side, East Side? Where are you? You and uh, I. We we are actually closer to the beach now. Uh, I I sold my place. I got out of uh, L.A. proper. Um, oh yeah, I've been there a long time. You know, I'd been there eighteen years, nineteen years in that house, so it was time. It was time. So we're. You know, my wife likes the uh, the ocean. She likes the beach, and uh, I, as know. is my wife. We're probably in the same neighborhood. <laughs> we could be. We'll, we'll <laughs> see, man. We'll talk, we'll talk down the road. Yes, we will. All right. Such a pleasure, man. Great catching up, and uh, good luck with everything. Best to Sarah. Okay, Thank tell her I said hello. Right, I man. will. I will. Send my love to everybody. God bless. Be well. All right. You too, man. Cheers. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S C O T T Y P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. 
Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.